Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast for beauty lovers by beauty lovers. I am your host today, the unprofessional beauty lover herself, so unprofessional, Lindsay Kelk. I'm so happy to be chatting to you today. Does anyone else feel like the last three to four weeks have been the longest three to four weeks of their entire life. I mean, every time I turn around, like the entire world has changed and it is it is very tiring, which is why I'm very, very happy to have this hour to spend with you today. If only so that I can sit down, look at all my research. I did some, so not I'm totally unprofessional. Uh, share a lovely conversation I had with two lovely people and just talk about beauty for a minute because I think we need it. I think we need that pause. I need that pause. I'm putting words in your mouth. I absolutely shouldn't. But I am very grateful and very thankful that you are here with me today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being part of the full coverage community. Thank you for being on Instagram and on Facebook. The Facebook group is my happy place right now. So I'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. But what's important is we do have an amazing interview today that I just alluded to. A couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to talk to Sharon Pack and Jordan Wynn from Insert Name Here. Now, you might know these two incredibly inspiring women, quite frankly, uh, from their time at Colourpop Cosmetics. They were very much the, the public face of the company. Um, they were on their Instagram all the time showing us how to use all the amazing products. And now they've branched out to start a company of their own which uh, creates and offers hair accessories. So wigs, ponytails, now hair colors, tools, all kinds of things. So they're going to tell you more about that then. But um, honestly, it was just like the nicest conversation. It was such a highlight of that day, actually that whole week, because it was so lovely. Um, And they're just like genuinely lovely people. I felt like I could have chatted to them all day, although they probably were quite keen to go on uh, with their their own day while I was like, yeah, but like, let's talk about lip balms. So thank you to them for coming on. And I can't wait for you to listen to that chat. It was really lovely. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Now on to new news before we get there. I feel like there's lots of stuff coming at the moment. Uh, We're hitting spring hard rolling into summer before you know it and new launches are starting to barrel out of every corner now a lot of people are still doing a no buy Uh, a lot of people are still trying to cut back on their consumption massive respect to those people I wish I was those people, uh, but unfortunately, I've had a very stressful few weeks between poorly cats, both fine now, uh, general elections, attempted coups, uh, and book deadlines. So I am not on a no-buy, and one of the things that has really caught my eye uh, is a new launch from NARS. Now, like, I love NARS, I'm always fascinated to see what they're doing, 
But to be honest, a lot of their products are hit and miss for me these days, which feels so weird because it always feels like they should just be a straight hit. Um, but this I'm very interested in because this is something brand new. It is a nine pan palette. Now looking at it, we don't have it yet. It hasn't launched yet. It will launch um, at the end of January and it will be $49. Looking at it, it's very similar in setup to the Huda Obsessions palette. So you know the little square nine pan pocket sized palettes, but it's in this sort of pretty rose gold compact with an embossed NARS logo, multiple embossed NARS logos on the top actually. And the color palette reminds me um, of like the NARS Narcissist Wanted palette. It's very warm, rosy, uh, rose gold, chocolatey browns. Definitely the pinker end of the brownie pink spectrum. So really interesting, probably gonna be very versatile, probably gonna work for lots and lots of um, skin tones, you know, like literally they've done their research, they know what they're doing. Uh, but it's it's interesting to me that they're going for this nine pan square format. This is the first time I've seen it from them. We're used to seeing the, the larger oblong uh, 12 pan palettes uh, or six pan, six pan palettes in the limited edition. So this is an interesting one. There's also a uh, bronzer blush duo, which, you know, feels relatively standard. I don't, that, that's rude and I don't mean it to be, but you know, NARS are really good at putting out that bronzer blush duo. This uh, uninhibited eyeshadow palette looks brand new, um, at least in its format. I don't know about the shades uh, and the formulation. That could be pretty standard. We will find out. But Curious about it, curious to see if this is the direction that NARS are going to go in with their packaging from now on. Next up, we've got a new launch from Elemis, which I am beyond excited about. You all know how I feel about the Elemis Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm. You know, I don't need to tell you, warm and fuzzy, warm and fuzzy, it's my favourite ever, ever, ever. And now there is a fragrance-free version available for sensitive skin. So if you have been dying to get on the Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm wagon and haven't been able to because of the fragrances involved or because it hurt your eyes or because you're just very sensitive to fragrance, there is now an option for you. It is the Naked Cleansing Balm. There's nothing naked about it apart from there's, there's no fragrance in it, but naked sounds cooler than fragrance free. So everyone get excited. Um, I am very, very, very giddy. Uh, it's £44 for 100 grams, same price as the others. Uh, nobody is getting shafted on taking the fragrance out, which is nice. And I will say it is limited edition. So this is not the first time Elemis has launched a limited edition version of the cleansing balm. The Rose cleansing balm started out as limited edition and there's the Neroli cleansing balm that pops up every now and then. Um, the Rose obviously became standard and is now part of the everyday range at Elemis, um, the permanent range, because it was so popular. So if you are interested in a fragrance-free cleansing balm, then you should get your mitts on it now because I'm pretty sure, I feel relatively safe in saying, if it does well, they'll make it part of the um, permanent lineup. Uh, it's really nice. I have tried it. They sent it to us, hashtag gifted, hashtag full disclosure. I, I don't know how this works on podcasts, but they sent it to us. Um, and I have tried it and it is exactly the same. It's just as good. I personally love the fragrance of the original, like much more so even than the rose, uh, which I know a lot of people really enjoy. The original is just like my happy place, uh, but I enjoyed using this too. And it's just the sensorial experience of massaging your face with this balm is so 
glorious. I'm really, really happy that uh, this exists because now it means more people can enjoy that balm. How is that not an amazing thing? Next up, we've got a new lip colour from Charlotte Tilbury. I mean, just cranking out the launches, cranking out the launches, C-Tilbs. I mean, we should have seen this coming because you got bought out and that's what happens. But they all seem very innovative and interesting. So not upset about it. We've got the Charlotte Tilbury Hyaluronic Happy Kiss Colour Balm. Now, we're told this is a hybrid between a lipstick and a lip balm. Um, I'm trying to compare it to something having not tried it, which is ridiculous. We did ask the PR to send us some to try. They didn't get back to us. I think we may have reached the end of our rainbow with the Charlotte Tilbury publicists um, from not giving everything incredibly glowing reviews. I'm not sure, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm um, just, you know, maybe they just haven't seen our email yet. That's not true. Um, but anyway, uh, I know you you all love Charlotte Tilbury and everyone loves to know what she's doing. So of course we're going to include it in new news anyway. We are not bought and paid for by PR people. Full coverage is like a genuine, full of uh, journalistic integrity or something. Anyway, there are eight core shades uh, in the Happy Kiss range. Uh, Charlotte's calling it a hybrid of skincare and lip care. Um, and speaking of what it reminds me of, it reminds me a lot of the, um, the NARS Afterglow balms that's a lovely balm with a lot of juicy color that gives a gorgeous shiny finish um maybe the rare beauty lip balms another product that has a ton of uh pigment in it but is a balmy finish so it's, this is great um but it has got a lot of skincare ingredients also so there's the hyaluronic uh, effect in there and it will give you like a very plump glossy look if you've seen these on social media which I'm sure you have uh, you'll have seen that it's a very very glossy shiny look which I, I just think looks really gorgeous maybe it's not mask friendly but hey let's hope the masks are a thing, a thing of the past within the next six months and we can all go around with glossy shiny lips uh, just till the end of time uh, which would be magical there are eight shades um, there are going to be two limited edition shades to follow and I think they all look really gorgeous. Um, I am really interested in this. Again, can't really tell you more than that because I don't, I don't have one. Uh, but when we get it, because I'll just buy one and review it that way. That might be the easiest. Um, they're £25 each when they launch in the UK. They launch on charlottetilbury.com on the 4th of February. I think they're already... Oh, no, they're already out uh, in the US, I believe. Uh, so... If you're already in America, as I am, I've got no excuse, uh, fill your boots. Fill your Charlotte Tilbury boots. Um, but yeah, I'm curious about this just because I, I genuinely um, like all of her lip products. Like, I love the collagen lip baths. Uh, I love the, even the matte revolution, the matte revolution, matte lipsticks. Um, I, I, I never got on with Pillow Talk as a shade. Sadly, it's too brown for me, but I do love that matte uh, formula and I know Harry does too. So, uh, yeah, curious, curiouser and curiouser. We shall report more when we have it on the Charlotte Tilbury Happy Kiss. Two more products in new news and these are mini reviews because they were specifically requested. We've had messages about both of these, one through the Facebook group, one had a lot of messages on Instagram when this was launched. So the first is JLo Beauty. Now, JLo Beauty's been teased for a while. We're like, what will she do? Will she come out with makeup? Uh, is she going to go teach us how to get that JLo glow? So kinda, yeah. 
she is going to teach you how to get that JLo glow, but with skincare rather than makeup, which kind of makes sense, I guess. Like, I think. Um, so the JLo Beauty JLo Glow system, uh, there is a sheet mask, there is a hyaluronic wonder cream, that blockbuster wonder cream, uh, that JLo Glow serum. I don't love the that in the name. They're like, that star filter, highlighting complexion booster, that fresh take eye cream with peptides, not a catchy name, is it? That big shot moisturizer with broad spectrum 350. Sorry, it's at 35. I can't get over the names. Um, and that hit single gel cream cleanser. Um, I'm sure they're great names. I, I, they're not for me. Uh, that blockbuster wonder cream with hyaluronic acid rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Rolls right off the tongue. Anyway, um, so you may have seen some, I'm not going to say controversy. I'm not going to say drama. But some questions raised uh, from people asking JLo about this brand when it came out and the products that rely very heavily on olive oil. Like the key ingredient seems to be olive oil. Um, and she's like, never had any surgeries, never had Botox, never done nothing, just use these products. And it's like, well, they just came out and you're in your 50s. So you, you haven't been using them forever. That's just fundamentally untrue. Um, and I will say, uh, I watched JLo perform at the inauguration, at Joe Biden's inauguration on TV, and the expression lines are for real. Like, I, I believe she hasn't got Botox in her forehead at the moment, because when she's singing, like, she's making very strong impression uh, expression lines between the eyebrows and on her forehead. You can see her expressions when she moves her face. Um, to say she hasn't done anything else. She says she hasn't, so I don't know. Like, I can't speak to it. I'm not her. I don't know what goes on between her and her doctor and her facialists. Um, wearing that ponytail that tight will firstly give you traction alopecia, like, if you do it forever. But um, she's obviously not concerned about that. But it, the, the, the ponytail pulled back will help with the tautness of the face. But her face is incredible and has defied gravity and the laws of physics, um, let alone the laws of biology. So I would just find it very hard to believe she isn't doing anything to say she isn't doing anything. Um, uh, I, you know, maybe she's doing lasers. Maybe she's doing tightening stuff. Maybe she's doing um, old therapy. Maybe she's doing light therapy. There's a lot of things you can do that aren't invasive. There's a lot of things you can do to keep your face looking incredible if you have the time and the money that don't involve uh, injections or surgery. To suggest that you could look like that, the way that she looks, purely through using these skincare products, I find that a very dangerous claim. Because I think if I started using all these products today, would I look like JLo at her age? Seems unlikely. But also, like, I'm not in living with her fitness regime. I'm not living with her nutritionist. I don't have her chef. I don't have the people telling her what's doing and showing her what to do to take care of herself. So everyone's different. Um, genetics obviously going to play a huge part of it. Um, but anyway, moving on to the products themselves. My question is always like, does it do what it says on the tin? And that's all I really care about, you know? Like, I'm not really worried about, can it change my life forever? Can it do the thing it says it does? Where this becomes grey and shady territory is that she says, if we use this, we'll look like her. And I don't know if that's true. 
But the products themselves, um, the one I was most interested in, so this is the one I've tested and this is the one I can give you immediate feedback on because a lot of these products, as I mentioned, they're heavy on olive oil and I don't like olive oil on my skin. It makes me break out. So I was not keen to get into the skincare products, but I did try out that star filter highlighting complexion booster. Again, rolls right off the tongue, JLo. Good work. Um, which is, uh, like it says, it's literally a highlighting complexion booster. So you're thinking of something like a Becca uh, primer or um, Charlotte Tilbury Hollywood filter, um, the flawless filter, that kind of thing. It's um, a shimmering, light, bouncing, complexion enhancing primer. Uh, it says it's a serum. I think it's a primer. Um, and it says it's got mineral pigments in it. And what I'm gonna say is I applied this to my skin, felt very silicony. And when I looked at the ingredients, it, it, that's because it was the second ingredient is silicones, um, which is fine. Like that's a fine, that's fine, that's a thing. Um, but I thought, oh, this feels really lovely and silky on my skin. And I looked in the mirror and I'm like, oh, look at me. Like, oh, hark at her. Uh, and I, there are four shades, which I love. So there's different shades for different skin tones. Um, I had the color pink champagne, which is a very pale pink, remind me kind of like uh, high beam from Benetton, that kind of color, but then it shears out practically nothing, which is really gorgeous on the skin. There's also warm bronze, rose gold and rich bronze. So there are lots of different options or four different options, depending on your skin tone, you'll be able to find something that works for you. But here's, here is the but. Um, I put it on my face and I, I thought I looked incredible and I was like, oh my God, I love this. And I don't care, it's got olive oil, olive oil in it. I'll just make it work. And if I break out, I break out. Then I saw my face in full sunlight. It, it's, it's real glittery, you guys. It's, it's a bunch of glitter. Like if they remake Twilight, they can save themselves a lot of money in the special effects department by just using this primer all over everybody. Because um, it's real, real shimmery. Uh, it's not so much that JLo glow as that Twilight vampire. Um, so I, I then applied my foundation over it and I'm like, oh yeah, no, okay, it, it, that, that's better. It knocks it back a bit. But as the day wore on, it just, it, it sort of fought my foundation. It fought with my foundation and <laughs> it won. My foundation was not up to the task uh, of taking on this primer. So it is $39. Um, the packaging is pretty, but I will say I sort of expected it to feel more luxe. It's, it doesn't feel luxe at all. It feels quite inexpensive and cheap. It's very light. It's very plasticky. Um, the box reminded me of the Biosense box, weirdly. Like, there's a lot of text on it. There's a lot of text, um, and I expected it to be a lot classier, um, and a lot more elegant and refined and glamorous and luxe. And it's really not, uh, for this product at least, for this product at least. Um, so it, it is a no from me. It is a no from me on the olive oil shimmer bomb uh, that is the JLo Beauty, that star filter highlighting highlighting complexion booster. I can't get one of the names out in, without doing 18 takes. I can't do it. Um, so I don't know. I would have to try the skincare products before I could speak to them. Uh, the prices are sort of mid-range-ish. 
the serum is $79. The wonder cream is 58. The eye cream is 48. That's way too much for an eye cream. Um, the moisturizer is 54 and the gel cleanser is 38. That feels like a lot too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we shall see. I'm sure it will do very well. I know she has a legion of devoted fans who want to that who want that JLo glow. Who wouldn't want that JLo glow? Um, I'm all right for it. I'll I'll keep that South Yorkshire glow, which is sweat. Um, but anyway, anyway, you asked and I answered. Uh, there we go. Next review is uh, something else that we've been asked about. It isn't brand brand new, so it's not new new news. It's just news to you that's new from me. Does that make sense? Stick with me. Uh, and this is the Gucci Natural Finish Fluid Foundation. Now, a lot of people have been asking about this. Um, I haven't seen that much about it on the internet. I know He Who Shall Not Be Named did a review, but I don't engage with He Who Shall Not Be Named. Uh, if you know, you know, and I know you know. Uh, so I can't speak to that. So I ordered it to test it for myself so that I could let you know my genuine thoughts on it. So uh, I did a, I had to color match using Sephora's color matching system and I did okay. Uh, like the, the color I got was fine. Uh, it wasn't perfect. I may have tried a different color if I picked it up in store, but I could make it work. So it was totally okay. Um, there are 40 shades, I believe, uh, which is pretty decent for a range. It's not like the most, it's far from the least. So that was pretty pleasing. Um, Price-wise here in the States, it is $68, which puts it up at the top end, uh, puts it up with like your Pat McGrath's um, and your fancy, your fancy foundations, puts it up with your fancy foundations, as you might expect, it's Gucci. Um, now, first impressions, the box, this was the packaging I kind of expected from JLo. It's very classy, very elegant, very refined, as you would expect. The box is beautiful. Uh, the frosted glass bottle has some heft to it and it's gorgeous. It's got the millennial pink lid. Um, might have expected them to move away from millennial pink because it's kind of got a Fenty vibe to it. It doesn't look dissimilar to the Fenty primer um, bottle wise, actually, just with a heavier glass bottle. Um, and then it's got gold type on it, which is all very Gucci Gucci darling darling. Uh, and I liked that. So I open it up, I pump it out onto the back of my hand to check it out. And first thoughts are it's a lot looser than I thought it would be. It's, it's quite a, a fluid foundation. I mean, it is literally called a natural finished fluid foundation. Maybe I should have seen that coming. No problem with it. Just like, oh, it's, it's light, it's loose. This is going to be um, interesting to work with because my skin... And we always have to remember this, when I'm doing a review, it's so subjective. So my review is how it worked on me, which is that my skin is pretty dehydrated, but combination. Um, I am 40 years old, so I've got a little bit of fine dryness, fine dryness lines going on. Not a tremendous amount. Um, and I've been breaking out a little bit lately from changing some stuff in my skincare routine. So I had a couple of breakouts to cover, but my skin's relatively easy. It's not super difficult to work with. I'll have a few dry patches that might need priming. And as long as I'm exfoliated and moisturized, shouldn't really have any trouble with any foundation. Now I had a go at this a couple of different ways. I tried it with fingers. I tried it with a brush, tried it, tried it with a beauty blender. And I just couldn't get on with it. Um, the first issue I had was honestly, it was so heavily fragranced. It is so scented. And fragrance doesn't usually bother me. It doesn't break me out. It's not a major no-no for me. I don't 
see a scented product and go, oh no, because um, it's only going to be an issue for you if it's an issue for you. That's the thing with fragrance. It's like a big myth that fragrance is automatically bad. It's only bad if it is a problem for you. If it's not a problem for your skin type, fragrance is fine. But this is so fragranced uh, that when I was applying it, it was quite off-putting. And then I just couldn't get it to sit. Like I just could not get it to sit nicely on my face. Um, the brush just kind of moved it around on the surface. The beauty blender kind of just absorbed it all without pushing it in to my skin. And then when I did it with my fingers, which was the most successful, I felt like I couldn't get the coverage that I wanted out of it. Um, I also felt like it moved around a lot. I tried it with just moisturizer. I tried it with a bunch of different primers. I tried it with my Elemis primer that I love. I tried it with the Bobbi Brown Vitamin Enriched Face Base. I tried it with the new Huda Water Primer. I tried it with a bunch of primers and I just couldn't get it to work. Uh, it just wouldn't sit nicely. And then when I got it as close as nicely as I could, uh, it moved around and it wore off unevenly. And just generally speaking, was just pretty unimpressive um and I just think when you get to the point of spending $68 on a primer from a luxury brand it needs to be so good like there is no version of me that would rather use this over say the Maybelline Dream Radiant foundation or the Wet n Wild Photo Focus like it, it just the Revlon Color Stay, like any of those drugstore foundations that are under twenty dollars, way under twenty dollars. Some of them, I would pick every time over this. Um, so yeah, just pretty disappointing to be honest. And I know some of the Gucci lipsticks are gorgeous, and people really like uh, the bronzing compact uh, that they came out with. Even though I've seen mixed reviews about that with regards to its uh, patchiness, but yeah, um, this one was not a winner. So I would say save you money. So I hope in, in one way it's good news. Uh, buy one of the beautiful, beautiful lipsticks instead. Treat yourself to a gorgeous lipstick. Uh, one of our listeners, Sarah, Sarah, hello, um, frequently posts herself wearing the Agatha Orange and it's absolutely gorgeous. And I know G, uh, Jane, Jane, Jane at um, British Beauty Blogger uh, loves the Renee, is it Renee Pink? I think her shade, she talks about it a lot. And I'm like so close to pulling the trigger on both of those purchases. Um, and maybe, you know, if I can return this and get my money back, let's, let's full disclosure, maybe I'll buy those lipsticks instead. Because uh, this was just a bit of a downer. So save your money on the Gucci Natural Finish Fluid Foundation and treat yourself something else nice instead. Time for an ad break. And then we'll be right back with my chat with Sharon and Jordan from Insert Name Here. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. 
and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Sharon and Jordan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for giving us some of your very precious time today. Um, For the very few listeners out there who don't know you guys, uh, could you introduce yourselves a tiny little bit? Oh my gosh, whenever people say that, I'm like, wait, what? People know us? Like, what? <laughs> honestly we mentioned this on our facebook group people went wild they were so excited because i i'm i've asked you to introduce yourself and now i'm gonna do it but it's like everyone feels like they know you because they're so close with you guys on instagram or they follow you guys on instagram it's been a wild ride uh but for those people who are not uh, on social media go for it jordan do you want to take the lead girl i feel like <laughs> it, we've been doing this for so long you complete <laughs> Um, so yeah, Sharon and I are, I guess if we go way back to the beginning, um, Sharon and I are both from really, really small town. Sharon's from a border town in Arizona and I'm from like Montana and Wyoming kind of split, but, um, in Wyoming, like a a population of 200, like we ride our horse to the gas station, very, very small town. Um, and we both ended up on in California at Pepperdine on scholarship, um, and kind of unexpected. We had no idea even what Pepperdine really was all about. And so we showed up there and then both were kind of like very, I was working a ton. I had to pay for all my bills and everything. And Sharon was like studying a ton. And so neither of us had like a very big social life or a ton of friends, I would say. (laughs) Um, We were losers. We both sat in the back of the class and didn't talk to anyone um, and that's how we kind of met each other though, because we yeah. both sat at the back of the class. We would look at each other. Everyone had partners for their group projects. We did not. So automatically we were like, I'm free. Okay. I'm free. Like, let's do this. together. So. Losers unite. I was top of my class and had like four friends. So I, I feel you like losers unite. Let's do this together. That's, ladies. Yeah. That's basically how we met. We just ended up always being partners by default because nobody else didn't have any other partners. Um, and so then, um, we did a few group projects together and then I actually got an internship at what would become ColourPop Cosmetics. This was a few years before it actually launched. And then, um, Sharon came on board shortly afterwards. And while we were there, we were there for like six or seven years and we grew from interns to a marketing director. And then, um, and I think that's why most people know us is because we were on the social media there and people always are telling us like oh we watched you grow up because they kind of did when when we were we first totally did uh. there from basically <laughs> our our entire early 20s like our career developing began there because when we first started um we were just these two bright-eyed you know undergrads who just graduated had no idea what they wanted to do like I didn't even like the beauty space I didn't really wear makeup like Jordan didn't really wear makeup she had this one Revlon eyeshadow swiping eyeshadow palette that she used and she was just so proud of and we were just, we're not the ideal candidates for the role. Um, so by the time, you know, the six years passed, we became experts in influencer marketing, social media marketing. That's when the whole e-com boom started. Um, and we just kind of, we grew with the brand and that's where people know us from and remember us from. And it's been super exciting um, that they've been able to join us on this next chapter in our lives where we started our own business Um we were approached a couple of years ago with, by our third partner, Kevin, who at the time um, we had met him through BeautyCon. He was a big time investor there. Um, and he was 
basically saying like, I know you guys did at ColourPop, like we w- I would love to do something with you guys. And at the time, um, Jordan and I were ready to start our next chapters and we loved the beauty space. Absolutely. Like just fell in love with the head over heels, um, the concept of transformation and what makeup does from you from a confidence standpoint is just so unmatched. And I feel like it could be overlooked a lot of times. Um, and her and I, Matt also, we were, um, when we were younger, we were obsessed with hair. Like my mom used to cut my hair at home for me ever since I was young. She would perm my hair color. Um, when I was in high school, I was going to Sally's Beauty and getting clipping extensions. Like Jordan had her own little braid bar stand. Like she was, she's like the queen of braids also. She's so, so talented at that. Um, we had like the aha moment where we were just thinking, wow, like let's do hair. Like hair is such a underdeveloped category. Like there's definitely some love and attention that it's receiving right now, but it's just still, there's just so much work to be done. Um, normalizing wearing fairy hair is just such a far, it's very far from, you know, being established at this time. Like a lot of people are still really weirded out about it. And, um, we just saw it as a really great opportunity and something that we're really passionate about. So it was really perfect. And we launched insert name here. Which takes us to right where you are now. So you just told us a little bit, but tell us more, tell us everything. As someone who, I won't lie, I can't lie to our listeners, really just spent far too much time with a set of Jessica Simpson clip-in extensions around 2008. Like a lot of time, like I spent a lot of time with those. And they went places they shouldn't (laughs) have gone and they came back from places they shouldn't have gone. And I use those clip-in extensions. Oh, the tales they could tell, but you know, it's been a while since that. So obviously you saw the space, you saw there was an opportunity. Tell us about that. How do you go from seeing a space to creating a company? Yeah, I think um, as Sharon kind of referenced, we were already very much in, like a beauty junkie, I would get, I would say. And we were, well, I in particular, I first started off like we were seeing Kylie Jenner doing all these hair transformations. And even at the beginning, she was one of the first people to really be telling people these are wigs. Like, I think even people thought it was her real hair for a while. And then they were like, okay, she's changing this out weekly and showing her wig room. And, and she kind of started to open up the conversation around it. And I had never tried a wig, uh, but I was really interested. And it is very much the cherry on top to a look. And so already being in the beauty space and creating a lot of looks and all the creativity that comes with makeup, we got really interested in hair. And I bought a few wigs. I had a hard time finding high quality ones. I didn't know where to go. There was minimal education on how to apply. Um, so I ordered three of them. One of them was the very classic Kim K like silver one with the black roots. And I ordered it. It took a couple months to arrive. <laughs> and then when it did arrive, it had the roots. It was, it was silver, but the roots were sharpied on. It didn't even go all the way to the root. <laughs> It was super shiny. I, I wore it. I put it on. It looked terrible. Like the, the lace looked bad. It was also super shiny. It smelled kind of funky. Um, you can't heat style them. Found that out the hard way. And so I was like, wow, this is really complex. And there's no education around this. And I know that as like somebody in the beauty space, if I'm interested, there has to be more people that are interested, um, but also are just kind of scared of that barrier to entry. And so um, Sharon and I both just started playing with a ton of things and realized that there wasn't really a product or brand out there that, that was serving these, these kind of looks and, and products that we were interested in. And so, um, 
we first launched, first we launched with wigs and we did think that that was going to be kind of the hero category because they are very transformational. Um, but it was not, we <laughs> still do really well. Now we do well with our wigs, but the very first wigs that we got, uh, we sat on a few of them for almost the entire first year because they were just a bad, it was a bad out the gate product, <laughs> um, or even style. Like one of them was just huge and purple and fluffy and very kind of, um, I think a little intimidating. It, it's not an entry level wig. Oh, um, wig <laughs> a wig in general is a very intimidating product because it's covering your entire mm-hmm. hair, you know, your entire head. It's, uh, there's almost this element of like vulnerability where you're like, are people going to know it's fake? Like, does it look bad? Like, does it look good? Does this look good on me? Did I apply it right? There's just like so many questions when it comes to a wig. Uh, so yeah, looking back on it, like, now that we look back, probably not the best product to go out of the gate with, but we did have this one product that we had inserted really last minute because um, we were like, wow, ponytails are really big right now. Like Ariana Grande's ponytail is so iconic. Like she's where people don't even know her without her ponytail anymore. Right. Um, Ariana Grande was becoming huge. Um, She was already big, but she was just like, just popping off at this point. Um, So we were, we decided let's launch a clip in ponytail. And that one clip in ponytail is what put us on the map. It's the Mia clip in ponytail. It's a super long, super extra clip in ponytail, really easy to apply. Uh, you still see your own hair. It just applies to the end of your base. Um, so in that sense, it wasn't too uncomfortable for a lot of people. And it still had like this level of approachability. Um, and that's what really put us on the map. And now we have like 10 other clip in ponytail styles. We have hot tools. We have accessories, we have brushes, just like anything hair related is what INH holds now. Yeah. Which is so exciting. I, I will say I do wear the Liam ponytail That's my favorite. on occasion. Oh. It's just like, it's so pretty. And when I'm in my pajamas at home all day, which I am now all the time, who doesn't enjoy having a crazy ponytail? And it's not even that crazy. And it confuses my husband. And I enjoy that. So yeah, I recommend a clip and ponytail for people who are afraid to start with a wig. I agree with yeah. you guys. It's a gateway. That's it's an entry. And uh, it's solid. So how did you know? I'm just very curious. All of our listeners love getting tips, um, especially from women who have started out in their own business, especially like you guys are young, which in the olden days, that would be a barrier. Like it's like no one's taking anyone seriously under 35, except when you're a woman, you only have like a two year window when they're going to take you seriously. Uh, so, you know, you guys just went for it. How did you know, like, what was the moment when you were like, yes, I'm going to leave this awesome job that I have behind and step out and break out on my own? We definitely handled it in two very different ways. Like I'm, my personality is a little bit more like you know what? Like, I'm just going to take the plunge. Whatever the consequences are, I will deal with them then. But I'm she very much the band-aid off. She was just like, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up the next day and I texted Jordan and I was like, I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. Yeah. And um, I put in my two weeks and just, just went about it. <laughs> done. <laughs> and me, on the other um, hand, um, I am I am an overthinker. I guess when it comes to change, I'm not that good with change. Um, also, I get like very emotionally attached to things, and so I was I was like sad to make a big change. And and I honestly I was so scared. Like first at the very beginning, Sharon and I were kind of like going back and forth. Like, are we doing this? Are we doing this? And then she literally did call me one day and was like, I'm doing it like tomorrow. And I was like, Oh, 
okay. And uh, until then we had been like kind of on the same page. So she was like, nope, I'm doing it. It's basically done. And so then I kind of had to marinate on that. And it took me a lot longer to be okay with it. And I was pretty much scared. The I think I'm probably still scared, but <laughs> I was pretty much scared for the first year, year and a half uh, to, to make the cutover. But uh, I think a really big part, like one of the most important things, one is to have really good partners. And Sharon especially was really understanding. Obviously, we've worked together for so long. We've been friends now for eight years and, and mostly in a working environment. So I think she wasn't so surprised and was kind of trying to coach me through it. Um, and so I think that that was really important. But I think a lot of a lot of founders that I've talked to were kind of scared of taking the initial plunge. And that was definitely me. And it took like the business getting a little bit of traction before I felt a lot of security. And, and like I said, I think it's still very stressful having your own business. Some days I'm like, what did I do? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine the wig stockpile was a difficult, a difficult time for you. You just go into the room and stare at the wigs. I would have gone into the room and stare at the wigs. Be like, what have I done? (laughs) Damn you wigs. Yeah. I I feel you. Um, so what are your favorite parts of the job? I feel like, again, maybe you will have different answers to this, which is always really fascinating to me. For me, it's the community aspect. So we have this Facebook group called the I and Each Babes, and it's just a group of our VIPs um, and people who just love the brand and support the brand. And they genuinely feel like my friends. I know them by their first names. Um, When they share a fire pick, I'm like, yes, you look so good. Um, So for me, the community building aspect has just been so amazing. And they've just been so incredibly supportive of the brand. Even some things that were maybe not the best, they would give us our feedback and be like, maybe not that, but love the effort. And for next time, what if we did something like this? Like in that sense, they're just very much on the journey with us. And I just absolutely appreciate it. And they're just so sweet. And I love all their testimonials that they're sharing on the page. Like, hey, I just had a kid and I forgot to take care of myself and I forgot who I was and I haven't gotten dressed up or like gotten ready in so long. And INH has like really pushed me to take care of myself and think about myself and like want to feel sexy and want to feel good and look good. So the community aspect has been huge for me. And then number two is the team. Building a team has just, it means so many more things now that it's my business and our business versus when I was working under another, like for somebody else, right? So building Mm -hmm. a team has just been like my favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. You took you took mine, Sharon. Um, <laughs> I would say, I mean, I I hundred percent agree. I I love everything that Sharon mentioned. Mine, my number one thing I would also say is the team. Um, but just to spread the love to other areas, um, I also think that it if you're a founder, business owner, you're basically a constant student. Every single day, you're learning something. And I think that that's the really exciting thing, even even on days where I feel like a complete failure, like I'm not getting enough done or I'm not whatever, I can still lay on the couch and be like, but what did you learn today? And there's at least three to five things every single day. And this actually happened to me last night. I was like, because it's kind of a slow start getting back into the new year. And I was like, I feel like I'm, I'm not doing enough right now. Like, what do I need to do? And I was like, well, you have so many things in the pipeline. You learned like three new things today. I think you're you're doing okay. You're fine. And I think that's, I think that could be with any job, but definitely when you have your own business and your kind of career is on the line, you're, you're just. It's a whole new world. I remember the beginning, Jordan and I were like, what's a PL? Like, have like, <laughs> but now we're like, we can read yeah. a PL from the front to the back, you know? So it's, it's yeah, the, 
you're a constant student. That's totally true. I love that. So I, this is a question entirely for me and I apologize to our listeners, but I know there's going to be like four who are interested in this answer. So before I was a writer and a podcaster, um, I worked in licensing. So as soon as I saw you guys coming out with Care Bear Collab, also I'm 40 years old. So I'm like, please give me the Care Bears. So the vintage Care Bear artwork and all the Care Bear Collab and the Disney Collab that you guys did. How did that come about? Licensing, I know is a world that so few people know about or I imagine care about, but it's actually when you delve into it, fascinating. Um, so I'd love to know how you came to the decision to work with those two brands. Yeah, um, I have done licensing. That was, that's was that been like a big portion of, of my career, um, a big focus portion. And so I have a ton of connections kind of in, in that industry because you're right, it is its whole own little pocket and and not a ton of people know about it. But I think once you're in it, it's, it's a network. And so you meet a ton of people and I'm really, really great friends with the licensing team, James in particular at uh, Disney. And when I first, when we first launched INH, he was like, we have to do something together. And we were kind of brainstorming different ideas. And the cool thing about our products is that there aren't a lot of um, competitors or people who are doing like fun, trendy kind of relevant products. And so they don't even have a partner in that category where we're their only one. And so they were really excited to work with us. And we were obviously super excited that they would take a chance on us that early on in, in the launch of the brand. And um, you're not alone in loving like the Care Bear nostalgia. Uh, Disney obviously is a beast, like everybody freaking loves Disney. But I think that a lot of people undervalue the nostalgic brands like Care Bear or Hello Kitty or really any of those throwbacks. And so um, I was also friends with uh, the licensing team on the Care Bear side. And I personally have been wanting to do a Care Bear collab forever because I absolutely love them. And so when we were getting ready to launch our hair color products, we were like, well, actually Care Bear had recommended, they were like, we'd love to do hair color, like pastel hair color. And we're like, okay, perfect. Because we're actually launching it in a few months. And, and they were essentially a part of our launch of an entirely new category because it launched two weeks after the initial launch. I will say the licensing show, which used to be in New York and now is in Vegas. So perfectly positioned for you guys. It's, oof, that's a, that's a crazy trade show. <laughs> Again, if people are listening, going like, what are you talking about? Like the tales I could tell you of things you would never need to know, but what happens in licensing stays in licensing. So I will, I will keep my mouth shut, but I was super excited, especially about the Care Bears that you can't tell from pandemic has really taken a hit on my pink hair, but I had pink hair for the longest yeah. time. So I'm very excited to become Love I'm A Lot Bear. I, now. It looks so good. Why it looks so good. I'm, I'm hoping to get back there soon. Please, LA, <laughs> get this under control. I know it's a, like a minor casualty of what's going on, but I, I need my hair. Uh, <laughs> so uh, tips for entrepreneurs. This is always something that comes up. If there was anything you could go back and tell yourself from the beginning, if there's anything you could tell a listener, it's the beginning of the year. People are thinking about what they want to do with their lives. They're thinking about getting that passion project off the ground. What would your tips be? Should I start? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's just do it. It's a very, it's a very uh, cliche thing to say, but I feel like a lot of times people have great ideas, but an idea is nothing until it gets executed. Um, so you have to make some actions and maybe like it's a list and you just chip away at it a little bit every single day, but you need to be making movement. Otherwise it's just an idea and someone else is going to come in with a idea similar to yours and do the same thing. So you just have to do it and don't worry about the outcome because you can't predict the outcome. So you just sitting there worrying about it. It's not going to do anything for you. 
Yeah. And I think to that too, um, I think a lot of people are scared of, of the outcome. And so they just don't even get started because they're like, where do I begin? I need to do all these things. And you just have to start somewhere. And I think Sharon at the beginning just completely took the plunge. And one day she was working full-time INH and, and she, there's so much to do that you just have to start busting it out and it eventually adds up to a brand. Um, but I do think that's a big thing. Almost all the like this is the worst way to word it, but like want to be like interested in being a founder. Um, people that I encounter, they're stuck on the how to get started and you just get started. But I think also for me, which kind of goes hand in hand is not to get lost in the details. And this is actually a quote from, I think, um, Cheryl Sandberg in her book. And it's um, done is better than perfect. And that's been a huge, huge, I when I read that in the book, I literally pretty much live by that because at the time I was in the process of building out all of, when I read the book, um, building out the, all of our email flows. And if anybody who knows on the retention side, building out email flows is a hefty task. You're basically never done because you're always optimizing. And I was getting so stuck on getting the exact perfect copy and having like the, the visual look exactly perfect and on brand. And it was taking forever an eternity and after I read that, I was like, it doesn't really matter. I just need to get something up. I literally hired somebody from a different country to bust out all these emails and they are not cute, but they are done. And we actually saw a, a massive increase in, in revenue from those very ugly flows. And um, now we're able to go back and optimize, which at least we had a starting point. And I think that that was one of my biggest learnings with this whole thing. And and always when you're when you have a brand, there's something new to be done, like an entirely new thing to take on. And it can seem overwhelming, but you just need to start somewhere and get it live and then you can fix it later. That's such good advice. I think that covers like everything, you know, like cleaning the kitchen floor to writing your novel, like just, just start it, like get it started. So moving away from the business stuff, although we could clearly talk all day, I have a million questions, but um, our listeners were very interested, as you can imagine, about your beauty favorite. So it's fascinating to me that you guys were not beauty girls at the beginning of your journey because usually people we talk to are like oh my god when I was four I raided my mom's lipstick case um so tell us what are your favorite products right now is there anything under the radar we should know about um Sharon probably is gonna have a boatload Sharon's like a skincare guru I was gonna say skincare or makeup because there's two very different things either or like split it however you like it I mean our listeners just are desperate for people's insider information and by listeners I mean me (laughs) I think for me, the number one philosophy is your skin has to be good in order for makeup to look good. So invest in skincare and be very serious about it. There are some people in my life that I know, I will not name any, (laughs) that sleep without taking their makeup off sometimes. And that makes me crazy. I'm like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) My mind blown. And I'm Korean and we're, you know, Koreans have that 15 step skincare process. Um, and I've been around that all my life. So my mom has just been so crazy about it ever since I've been young. So never in my life have I slept with my makeup on unless I had some unfortunate drunken that night. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) number one advice is you have to take your makeup off before you sleep. Um, and I think with that being said, the Bosha, uh, cooling makeup melting cleanser is just, amazing gets everything off um and then number two i'm gonna say nars concealer the creamy concealer best concealer hands down on the market um and then number three i love soap brows i've been obsessed with soap brows lately you could just use a basic bar of soap and it's the same ingredient um but 
I just think it's just so fresh and fluffy and it just yeah it just freshens up your look goes with your vibe yeah it goes with your vibe yeah um when she's saying some people don't wash their makeup off before bed that's me um when <laughs> especially when I, I like five years ago I remember we were at a hotel in New York and it was our first time like we were on a business trip and um I didn't one I didn't wash my face before I went to bed and I didn't use moisturizer and I was like 25. I just, I, I'm going to need to leave the room. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say you were really I young. I wasn't that young. And I'm going to say, <laughs> I want to believe you were really young. Just let me right believe when that. This happened, I was <laughs> appalled. I was like, we please save the thought process behind this. It was crazy. But now she's a skincare expert. So yes, now I love skincare. Um, And I would say the number one product that is my... I basically am an unpaid ambassador by them is Curology. Um, I had really, really bad skin, not like terrible skin, but I always had a breakout here, which is like a hormonal breakout. And um, mm-hmm. being in the beauty industry, being on camera, all those things that is, it is like pretty hard on your confidence, I think, to, oh, yeah. to have that. And Curology changed my life. I used it within a week. Pretty much everything was healing. And if I do use it, I still use it. I've been using it now for two or three years, maybe longer, four years. Um, and I use it pretty much every day. And if I don't use it, I can already tell because it helps with everything like wrinkles, discoloration. I freaking love it. I'm a big fan. Also two products that I'm really loving right now are, is the new Huda Beauty, uh, foundation stick. Ooh, I haven't tried that I, one yet. You, they didn't send it to you? I, just, I did get it, but it's at my old apartment. I love it. I've been using it for a couple of weeks. I'm wearing it right now. And it's super, Ooh. super thin. And it's also, it's really dewy. And I, the colors are also amazing. They sent me three colors and they're, I can basically wear all three of them, depending on if I have a spray tan or not, but they, they nailed it and it blends so well. She also launched a brush, which I really love the, the whole collection and a water primer and the water primer, it, it kind of dries and makes your skin look super glassy. You could, I think just wear it by itself, but I, I'm not wearing it today, but, um, I put it under this and it makes you super shiny. It was actually so shiny. I had to apply some and not dewy shiny. Like it's almost like a, when you put, you know, when you put like glue on your hand, it dries down. It's like sheeny. It was yeah. like very sheeny. It was really cool. I, um, those are really cool. Right now. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I know I'm gonna go and find it I have a box of stuff out in my <laughs> office that I don't know what's in there and I'm gonna go find those things like that's my that's job good. for today that's very exciting um just this anecdote which is partially irrelevant but speaking of not doing anything to one's face if it makes anyone feel better my husband is 10 years older than me and when we moved in together and I brought my really genuinely appalling collection of skincare and I put some stuff in the shower and he brought me the face wash I still married him so that's okay but he brought the face wash into the bedroom and was like what is this and he was like 45 I want to say at the time and I'm like it's face wash and he's like you wash your face with and it was, I had to explain it as shower gel for your oh face because he just couldn't grasp the concept of a product that was just designed to wash your that's face cool. And now, obviously, he's like, I like heels for men because it's for men. And I'm like, but like five years ago, you literally washed your face with whatever was in your hand at the time, which could be nothing. It was, it's, it's, you know, these people are out there and they, they need your help, you guys. You need your help. So thank you for that. Um, before I let you go, I just, I'm desperate to know what's next for INH. It's been so exciting to see the brand grow. I was a big fan from the very beginning with the clip and bangs. 
I used to have heavy bangs and I had to let them go because uh, it was so much maintenance, but I'm like, oh my God, I can have clip-in bangs now. Uh, so to see everything grow has been so much fun. What's next? What's next for you guys? The next thing for us is just continuing to normalize the conversation around fake hair, obviously. Um, so that means launching more clip-in ponytails, wigs, that type of thing, staying very true to ourselves, just because there's just so much to still be done. Um, and the other exciting thing is hair care. Ooh, that is exciting. Yay. Any idea when that, when we can be expecting that when our listeners can keep an eye out? I'm going to say our first hair care item is going to hit in the next month. Oh, wow. wow. So yeah, soon. Like <laughs> <laughs> we, we do truly all learn something yeah. every day. <laughs> it's really fun. Amazing. So um, where can everyone find you on social media if they want to follow you right now? I am Jordan, J-O-R-D-Y-N-N dot W-Y-N-N, a lot of Y-N-Ns. And, um, and then I'm Bunny, so I-M-M-B-U-N-N-Y. Excellent. And we will link to an insert name here as well. So everyone can go straight out by the Ariana Grande ponytail, live their best fantasy, and it'll be amazing. They were so nice. They were so nice. Now, I know there's no reason why they wouldn't be nice, uh, but I get really anxious before I do interviews, um, before I talk to people, especially when they're people that I have followed them and I have huge amounts of respect for them and I love what they do and I've seen them on the internet and I'm like, oh, I know them, they're cool and I'm not. And I do that Muppet voice um, and it happens It happens frequently, it happens every, it happens every time. Um, but honestly, they were so nice. I just loved them both so much and I genuinely am like super into the products. I now am the proud owner of uh, two ponytails and a faux bun uh so i'll be doing it i'll be doing a faux top knot moment a couple of days a week at the moment and uh one day jeff was like why does your hair look funny and i'm like what do you mean funny and he's like looks big um and i was very pleased i was very pleased with myself i'm like because it's not my hair felt like a big achievement uh and like a real lockdown moment you know it's like haha we have been in this house for so long that I have successfully confused you into believing fake hair is real hair haha uh he, he didn't care but I was super excited about it so thanks Sharon and Jordan uh for creating that that moment of levity in my lockdown life uh but yeah genuinely like really fascinating uh products and really inspiring people so I just can't wait to see what they do next. They're still like so early in their careers. They have so much more to do. They are going to be mega names in the industry and I just know it. And I'm glad I got to share that uh, chat with them with you. I hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, you know what's next. You know what's next. Oh yeah, come on. Warm up your vocals. Warm up your vocal cords. It is time. Sing it with me. One, two, three. Highlights of the week. Yes, um, it is time for our highlight of the week. And um, this week's highlight is just one really simple, happy making product. Now, I got the Body Shop uh, advent calendar this year. Self-purchase was not gifted. I have been gifted one in the past and I loved it. And I just thought, I need something to make Christmas more exciting. I love Christmas, I needed nothing, but I wanted something. So I ordered the uh, Body Shop Advent Calendar and one of the products in it, and the whole thing I will say was absolutely amazing. And I've got like a year's worth of awesome products uh, to get through, which is really lovely. Um, it is the gift that keeps on giving. 
But I got a shower gel in there that I had not tried before and it is the Body Shop Mango Shower Gel. And I've got to say, it's such a happy maker. Um, it is the nicest, brightest, uplifting fragrance without being tacky. I think sometimes citrusy shower fragrances can smell kind of cheap um, and like a very fake, uh, very synthetic. And this is just like such a lovely up fragrance. It is the mango uh, shower gel. I've used it in my bath as well. I don't know if you're supposed to do that, but it hasn't dried my skin out. I've been too super, super into it um, and just really loved it. And uh, Jeff's been using it as well. We're about out. We're almost done. And I'm thinking I'm going to have to repurchase. I think it's going to have to be a rebuy. I might see if they have a bar soap because I'm trying to move away from shower gels in bottles, trying to move away from plastic bottles wherever I can. But I also know Body Shop is really invested in its recycling and uh, its earth conscious um priorities so I think if I am going to buy anything that's got plastics uh, I'm going to probably do it from the body shop because I know that they are taking care of stuff and taking care of this planet and have been for a very long time but yeah definitely check it out if you're in the market for an uplifting cheap cheerful treat you know it's not the cheapest product on the market but it's far from the most expensive check it out the body shop mango shower gel it made me really happy um also making me happy is you guys uh but no really um our facebook group at the moment has just been such a just perfect place to hide from the real world I'm like oh someone tried to stage a coup on the capitol maybe i'll go and look at the facebook group um honestly like I know they'll take care of me. I know you'll I know you'll all take care of me. So if you're not already a member of the Facebook uh full coverage Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash full coverage podcast and the link to join the group is the top pinned post so it's right there um and then you'll be in within mere minutes and i have to approve you uh because other we know we can't have riffraff we can't have trouble but it's it's like you're literally in don't worry about it there's no secret code there's no password um but yeah uh i really hope you'll come and join us it's just been so lovely we're trying to get more stuff up on instagram because honestly there's so much beauty news it, there's more than we could ever get into this podcast and we're just trying to keep up on top of stuff so come find us on instagram at full coverage pod and i'm always on the twitters and the instagrams myself i literally just sounded like an old woman the twitters at lindsay kelk uh, i just finished my new book ah i just finished writing it so yay uh, that will be coming out later this year but it does mean i have more time to ask about on the internet who doesn't enjoy that thank you again to sharon and jordan from insert name here thank you to you thank you to all of our patreon subscribers you help us more than you know and thank you to everyone that's left us a review on apple podcasts you are the people that actually bring more people into the pod because they see the reviews and then they go oh go on then i've got half an hour for this um and then before they know it they're just part of the fam part of the fam so thanks guys you've been amazing thank you for giving me this hour to step out of the real world and i hope it gave you a little moment's break as well and i'll see you all in two weeks with fingers crossed some difficult eyes action uh she's just too busy taking over the world right now but we'll have her back before you know it and we'll see you soon bye guys This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. 
jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.